The following is a hoop ball presentation. My name is Lawrence Brooks, and you are listening to the Hoopball Dallas Mavericks podcast. Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for betting tips. I always get asked, who you got, Lakers or Clippers, Rodgers or Mahomes, or in this case, Brady or Mahomes. And I'll tell you what I tell them. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I tell people to bet with my bookie. My bookie's rep is rock solid, and they've got the best bets, odds, contests, promotions in the business. They're the only place I trust to handle my NBA-related bets. The one sports book guaranteed to give you the best lines for the championship games, regular season games, Super Bowl, and all in between. And you know me. You know I don't give out my stamp of approval easily. To earn it, you've got to be the best at what you do. And my bookie is the best sports book out there, period. It's simple. Sign up, enter promo code HOOPBALL, and get your deposit matched halfway up to 1000 bucks. Head over to my bookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports book you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best. Bet with my bookie. Again, thank you all for joining me. My name is Lawrence Brooks. This is the Hoopball Mavericks podcast, and we are back. Finally, finally back with a win. With a win. The Mavericks actually got a win tonight. They looked a lot better than they have previously, and I'll take it. I'll take it. I mean, at this point... They just need to stack on good wins and start to get back on the right track. This team hit a reset button or had to kind of hit a reset button when they when COVID hit this team. You just never know how you're going to bounce back. And with the staggered people being in and out of the lineup, not having everyone, then trying to get everyone back on the same page, then you lose Porzingis. It's just a lot to deal with. And so as we recap this game, which is pretty much what we're here to do is talk about the game versus the Golden State Warriors, which was a great game on both ends. The playmaking was great. The shot making was great. And it just made for a highly entertaining game. But most notably for the Mavericks, they just actually looked like they put a they just put a competitive game together for the entire for the entire game. Um, I just when I watch this team, the thing that stuck out to me, at least over the last week, they've been pretty competitive, but the inconsistency with themselves has all stemmed from COVID. And that's whether one guy can't make a shot or they're not on the same page defensively or they're not certain what they want to go to offensively. Side note, I thought tonight them closing out the game with Tim Hardaway Jr. instead of Josh Richardson, who was actually having a little bit better game than Tim Hardaway Um was a little strange. But anyway, everyone was a great contributor tonight. They went about nine deep. There was a no-show from Willie Colley-Stein, Josh Green, Wessel Wundu, James Johnson, none of those guys who have been getting spare minutes here and there. None of them played tonight. And I think the lineup that or the rotation they went with tonight was will be largely part of what they do moving forward and then you'll see some guys sprinkle in here and there depending on the personnel matchups and foul trouble and in-game situations but overall I just like what I saw from everyone individually because as I as I was saying with COVID knocking this team off track 
and having them play the way they've been playing. And I mean, and you hear the chatter, trade this guy, we need to get that guy. And I've been the one who's been saying we have to exercise patience. There's no other way to get back on track if you can't have everyone available. And as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, this team was absolutely hitting the reset button and there's no other way for them to get better. You're not going to bring in anyone that's going to be a world beater or an all-time game changer. This is the roster they have settled on for the season. This is what they planted their flag on. These are the guys they invested in. And so it would be hard to just turn around and do a, a 180, get rid of guys, get guys out of here and not, you know, all this, all the chatter that's been going on about this team and talking about guys shouldn't be playing or we need to get rid of this guy and that guy. It COVID, COVID, I can't emphasize it enough, has put this team in such a bind that this might be the start of their season right now in terms of them being all together on the same page as a cohesive unit. And so you get Dorian Finney-Smith, who who made timely shots tonight and was rebounding. You get Maxi Kleber tonight, who hit the game ceiling three. And having a guy like that on the court is so important because they came to double Luka. And instead of Luka having to pass it to a James Johnson or a, you know, Trey Burke, who might not be on fire. You throw it to your stretch big who gives you supreme versatility offensively, and he just happens to be one of your better three-point shooters. He was four of nine tonight, had 16 points, eight rebounds, and he was just everywhere. And as one of your defensive guys, because last year, like I said, Dorian Finney-Smith and Maxi Kleber were the only two defensively oriented guys they had on the roster the entire roster that they were counting on to defend other teams' premier scores. Now Maxi gets to play within himself, within his role, doing what he does best, which is playing complimentary basketball to the star, being able to stretch the floor, knock down shots, and defend. And he was in his element tonight. And I liked what I saw. I like what I saw from everyone. But one of the things that's been hurting them all season is rebounding. And rebounding for this team, they haven't been great. But in a game, much like it should have went last game, they should have won the rebounding battle decisively. And that was part of that was one of the many reasons last game got out of hand. But tonight they won the rebounding battle, 54 to 46. And as I mentioned, if you were following me on Twitter at HootballMavs live tweeting, I was saying Porzingis offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter was giving them life continuing to help them keep a lead he had five offensive rebounds for the game four of them which i believe came in the fourth quarter late in the fourth quarter at that now he only had 18 points the the scoring kind of spread around and then you add in the fact that luca was just hot um he didn't have a major night in the points department but just his overall impact as a big was very, very vital for them in the fourth quarter because it was clear they couldn't keep him off the boards and it was clear he was making and he was making his impact felt under the basket on both ends of the floor. And as he continues to get acclimated back into the game and being able to to help his team in the way that he's comfortable doing, which means he's not being subjected to pick and rolls as much where he has to get out on guys because you have Josh Richardson on the floor, you have Luca on the floor who, contrary to most belief, 
of people who watch who are actually watching the Mavs understand that he's actually been playing pretty solid defense all year. Luka has not even been remotely close to a liability. He's been very much engaged on the defensive end. He gets in a chair and he's trying to get stops. And that's all you can ask from a guy who who has such an offensive load for him to get on the defensive end and has have a want to to be able to to want to make an impact there and make sure that he's not letting his man get by him and not giving up easy baskets. A lot of times these guys are so skilled. That's just ultimately what you want to do. You want to make it as tough as possible on the opposing player because these guys are so skilled. They're going to make shots anyway, but you'll take your chances if you can play the if you can play the probability game, make him take more tough shots than taking uh, easy shots. And if you can do that, you'll have a lot of success on a nightly basis, especially with the way that the Mavericks are able to utilize defensive versatility, which was pretty much what they wanted to do coming into this season. They wanted to be able to have guys that can switch out, be able to hold hold down whoever they're whoever they're defending on the perimeter, and not feel as if they're at a disadvantage every time team go to pick and roll and try to hunt down different guys that they know are liabilities. So in this game, you know, you get let's t- And if we want to talk about Josh Richardson, who's finding his groove too. tonight, he has 17 points. He was in the plus department in the plus minus category. Um, he only had two rebounds, but his defensive presence being it now, no one. And I mean, no one was able to do anything with Steph Curry tonight. That's just, you know, sometimes a guy like that, a generational type player, there's nothing you can do about it. But what I did like from Josh Richardson is all night he competed. All night Maxi competed. Porzingis, all night he competed. Dodo competed. Luca competed. Tim Hardaway couldn't throw a rock in the ocean in the fourth quarter. And he was taking a lot of shots and it was making me nervous because he was almost single-handedly putting them back into contention to possibly sneak away with a win. He was three of 15 on the night. We got bad. We got bad Tim Hardaway tonight. I loved his effort. I loved the tenacity. I loved the, the, um, the pride in, in his ability to score. Sometimes I wish he dialed it back, but that's fine. I'd, I'd rather, I've always said I'd rather have a guy that I have to reel in than a guy that I have to push out because guys that you have to nudge out on the ledge to do different things, they'll all you'll always have to question them when when the stakes are at their highest. Tim Hardaway is not a guy I have to deal with in that manner. He's always going to feel as if he's going to make the next shot or make the next play in some capacity on either end of the floor. And it's not going to always turn out the best. But I'd rather have a guy with that mentality. And so for him tonight wasn't his greatest shooting night, but he was still able to be aggressive. And he made some timely shots to keep Golden State runs at bay in several different points of the game. And sometimes that's all you need is to make a shot just to keep the just to keep the opposing team a little demoralized or a little questioning about if they can do it or not. You just have to have somebody that can stop the bleeding. And tonight, that's simply all he did is stop the bleeding a couple of times. And that's pivotal, too, because, like I said, it's a it's a mindset. It's a it's a ment- it's a it's a mentality thing. And it it's a psychological thing when you're trying to make a comeback and a team makes a basket. You go on a 6-0 run. You pull within two. Team makes a basket. Go at four. They go on a run. You try to get within. You try to get it within six. Come down. Make a shot. Now you're down eight. Those type of things play on you as the game goes along. So tonight, that was simply what he did. That was his. 
That was his contribution to the game as he stopped the bleeding a couple of times. Jalen Brunson didn't have a huge statistical night, but I love the way he just competed as well. He had eight rebounds for a guy who's at the point guard position to have eight rebounds. That shows you his tenacity. That showed you his want to in this game. Sometimes those are the small things that lead up to a win is when you just get contributions from guys in ways that maybe doesn't necessarily scream at you. But when you look at the game, then you check the box score and you see Jalen Brunson as a point guard has eight rebounds. That's big. That's big. And that's when you know the team is coming together when everybody's contributing in little bitty ways that help get a win. I mean, they only won by two points tonight. The score was 134 to 132. So they weren't getting a ton of stops, but they were able to keep scoring, largely part due to Luka Doncic having his career high 42. He had 11 assists, seven rebounds. He controlled the game and he was he was the ultimate, you know, um, run stopper. Every time Golden State went on a run or Steph Curry goes into cheat code, which is what I call him sometime, Luca had an answer for it. And tonight he was 7 of 12 from the three-point line, and that's, that's fantastic. And they'll need more of that going down the line. I, I even tweeted out today, I said, you know, I know Luca's inspired by the fact that Steph is, you know, he's ghost pepper hot tonight. And so Luca came out and he wanted to make a point and prove a point himself. They're on a national stage. Of course, this is something he wanna he wants to make sure that people know his name too. And he went seven or twelve from the three-point line. 58%. Luca's been 29% for the year. 29. And so while I'm happy he shot that way tonight, I'm hoping, I'm hoping this carries over at least for the next next six or seven games where he can just shoot in the in in the low 40s, low to mid 40s in from the three-point line, taking at least five a game because they're going to need his shooting ability, especially from the three-point line. They'll need that, and it can be a tone setter, and it can be contagious and get other guys going. Maxi Kleber was four of nine from the three-point line tonight. Josh Richardson, four of six. And so, you know, you start to see that happen. Jalen Brunson was one for two. But if you can get guys to collectively shoot the three like that, Dorian Finney-Smith, two for five, 40%. As a team, they shot 44% from the line. If they can do that going forward on a more consistent basis, they will win much more than they've been losing. Much more. And they will need it. I mean, for a team that shoots the three-pointer, they actually have to make some of these threes. I mean, you you can't shoot 32% from three for a team that's taking over 33s a game. That's so many misses. You don't run a lot going for Porzingis inside, and you don't have much of an inside presence aside from him and Luka getting in the paint. So you're going to have to shoot the three ball better than what you've shot it if you want to consistently start to pile on wins. Because like I said, you can play defense every night, but some nights you need your offense to show up, and your offense can fuel your defense. Because when you see the ball go through the basket, you can get back on defense, you can set your assignments, you can call out your coverages, and you can be ready instead of always coming off of a rebound and being in defensive transition. And now you're in scramble mode and you get guys defending in places that aren't ideal. And now you're just on it. Now you're just scrambling and you can't really get set. And when you can't really get set, it allows for more errors. And when those errors happen, it usually ends up being a bucket for the opposing team because they're skilled enough to locate where they can get the basket from. And when that happens over a period of a game, that wears on you mentally. 
You're not making shots. This offense is so Luka-centric. If he's kicking it out to guys and they're not making shots, that wears on you mentally. It's hard to keep getting back on defense when you're bricking the basketball. So if they can start to shoot, if they can bottle this performance up from three-point line and start to play a little better, that's going to bode really well for this team. And I was encouraged by what I saw tonight. So hopefully they can continue this moving forward because they're in a hole and they will need as many wins as they can. They have to put together a couple of winning streaks. They can't they can't do back to backs where they're splitting. They have to start to put together one, you know, two, three, four game win streaks because splitting each game going forward just continues to keep them in a hole. And I mean, the 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 schedule, it will be helpful because they'll continue to be able to play games at a rapid rate so they can just, you know, this win can propel them to a few wins because you can just start to get on a roll. But at the same time, it also puts them in a position to where you're looking at the standings and you're chasing. So every night's a must win, but you got to take it one game at a time. And I like what I saw tonight. So good win for the Mavs. Everyone contributed in some type of way. Dwight Powell was out there. His energy was contagious as well. He dove out of bounds for a ball one time. He only had five rebounds, but just his activity overall, him being alert, him ready to rotate, him being in the right spot, you know, attacking pick and rolls, moving his feet, being light out there. Um, it was a pleasure to see because he's a guy I'm rooting for to, to come back fully from his injury. And you can just tell he was engaged. He was in, he was had complete command of what he wanted to do on the floor tonight. And he was able to produce. And so it'll be a total team effort moving forward because a lot of these guys are just, you know, getting their legs back under them. And they've been playing pretty decent basketball for the majority of the last week. They've had some bad breaks. You know, last game was really bad for them. But overall, the losses look a lot worse because of the point because of the predicament they're in with the fact that they've piled on so many losses from guys being um, out due to COVID. So let's see if they can get on a streak. But tonight was very encouraging. So. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Hootball Mavericks podcast. Please go subscribe and download. Leave a five-star review. Let me know if you love it. If you hate it, also talk to me. Let me know what we need to do. But I enjoy you guys listening. Again, you can catch me on Twitter at Hootball Mavs. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-M-A-V-S. And at L-B Said It. That's at L-B-S-A-I-D-I-T. Okay, you guys be safe. Talk to you soon. See you next game. Go Mavs. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.